Hello, everyone. This is Caroline Starwalrad, and I have a phenomenal guest today. It's my pleasure of introducing Elena Upton. She's a classical homeopath of 30 years. Her doctorate is in classical homeopathy, and her experience in knowledge is a continual study, and she's helped an incredible amount of people in her exclusive, with exclusive clients all over the world over the years. And that she's helped them find help in their healing using homeopathy. Uh, Dr. Upton is also a creative author, and her exciting new book, which is Mastering Alternative Medicine, is a must. You must have it in your home and at your workshop. You're not going to be unhappy that you've got it. It's one of those encyclopedias you'll have and pass down to your family. She shares her knowledge in the book for everyone who is interested in self-empowerment in their health. So welcome, Dr. Upton. I'm so happy you're here today. Please say hi. And I have a question. I'd like to know why you wrote the book, Mastering Alternative Medicine and Your Family Guide, Your Family Guide to Wellness. Well, hello, Dr. Walrad. Thank you so much for um, having me speak with your listeners today. I really appreciate it. I will launch right into the answer to that question of why I wrote Mastering Alternative Medicine, Your Family's Guide to Wellness, which at the time of this recording is not available yet, but it will be available in the fall of 2017. So depending on when you're listening to this, you'll have a time frame for when you can find it. Um, so why did I write this book? Um, I guess I would have to go back to the beginning as to why I became a homeopath. Um, nearly 30 years ago, I had some health issues. My husband had some health issues. My children had health issues. The basic things that we all deal with, chronic bronchitis, allergies, digestive issues. And it just seemed to me that every time we went to the doctor and we were given a pharmaceutical drug, it never really quite resolved the issue. It complicated the issue, at least that was my experience. So I was really fortunate in being introduced to someone in 1987, actually, who used homeopathy. I had never even heard the word before. And I saw her dispense a few little white sugar pills one day when we were visiting, and she was starting to get a cold. And she took a few little of these pills and an hour later, she took a few more, and the next day, she was fine. Later that day, she was fine. The cold never materialized. And I said, what was that? And she said, oh, that's homeopathy. And as I mentioned, I'd never even heard the word before. So when I went home, I actually looked it up. And this is before the era of the Internet. So it took a little hunting and pecking. And I found that homeopathy is actually the second largest system of medicine in the world, that it's over 200 years old, and that it's the most, one of the most popular systems of medicine everywhere in the world except America. So then, of course, that took me on another journey to find out why we didn't have it so much in America. And that's another interview. We'll talk about that in another call as to how we ended up with the medicine that we have in America. But I chose to go in another direction. And I found a homeopath in the area where I lived, in the Boston area at the time. And he started to help me and he started to help my family. And I found a school and I started to study. And I became obsessed with it, literally. 
until I, and here I am nearly 30 years later, I have accumulated so much information and so much knowledge from doctors from all over the world. And I've literally collected that knowledge as well as used it in my practice. So there just came a time when, okay, what what do I do with all this information that I've accumulated that needed to be in a book? So um, that's what came to me is, okay, now it's time to write this all down. Taken four years and 600 pages later, <laughs> it, wow. is a, <laughs> wow. it is a manual. So when you hear 600 pages and, oh, my gosh, I would never buy a book that's that big, I'll never get through it, you're really not supposed to get through it. What Mastering Alternative Medicine, Your Family's Guide to Wellness, is is an encyclopedia. And it's only less than the first 60 pages that's a narrative and gives you information about homeopathy and other forms of natural medicine, as well as the history of how we ended up where we are in America with the medicine medical choices that we have. And then the rest of the book is an A to Z guide as to uh, how to find whatever it is you're looking for. And it's broken down into three categories, so it's very simple to find things. The first part of the book is first aid, A to Z. The middle section is common conditions, A to Z. And the third section is diseases, A to Z. So what you have in this book is options. You have many options. You can look up urinary tract infections in com- under common conditions, and you can see suggested homeopathic remedies with your symptoms. You can see what would happen if you went to a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine. You could see what um, a naturopath would do. So there's lots of choices. And for me, uh, it seemed the most logical way to put this information together. What do you like best about you are still using homeopathy in your practice? Oh, and, yes, absolutely. And, yes. and because of that is because you see the results I'm, I'm suggesting, not that there aren't results with the other methods, but why, why do you love using homeopathy? Well, the reason, I, the reason I love homeopathy is for the same reason when I discovered it 30 years ago was because it didn't palliate and it didn't suppress symptoms. It wasn't treating mm-hmm. symptoms. It was actually treating the cause. So mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. My son would come down with bronchitis twice a year, twice a year at the change of seasons in the spring and in the fall. And Antibiotics certainly was not the answer because the next spring or the next fall, he would have it again. So to me, it seemed that the antibiotics were just palliating the situation, that it was a temporary fix. Whereas when I found the correct homeopathic remedy to dispense to him and I gave him one dose one time when he had bronchitis and it it hastened the um, duration of the bronchitis, but then the next season, seasonal change, he didn't get bronchitis. It was gone. It had gone in at a much deeper level, and it had fixed whatever the problem was in his body. And that's why I was sold on homeopathy and why it became so valuable to me. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds, am I right, where you might be saying that then it's not the organism as much as it is the host that needs to be balanced? That's because, correct. Because sometimes when we get any symptoms such as bronchitis again, then we're thinking, oh, it's a new bacteria, it's a new virus that's going around. We just caught it. 
when no. in actuality that might not be the truth. That's that's absolutely correct, Caroline. That what I was finding in my particular situation was that I knew he wasn't attracted to a particular bacteria that was creating the bronchitis. I knew it was him. I knew it was his stress level. I knew it was his immune system. And that maybe initially he did pick up some sort of a bug that uh, weeded itself in and ended up in his chest. And maybe that was now his weakness in his body. And that's why it went to his chest. And that's why he got it and his brother didn't get it. um, Because he, the host, had this weakness. And I found that that remedy strengthened that weakness so that now when he had the stress of the change of the seasons and the temperature starts to change dramatically where we lived in New England, that it wasn't so much of a stress on his body anymore because that had been rebalanced by the the remedy. Absolutely. Well, that's what I've seen in homeopathy, the exciting thing is that it doesn't, it's not like taking an aspirin, which might have its place and might not, but at the same time, you're changing your ability to withstand stressors that right. occur to all of us. We all have stress, but, but then again, it's an individualized approach. So how do you um, suggest people when they take a look, say, it, would you, they look under bronchitis in the book? How would that, how would they approach that for themselves? Yes, you can actually find that heading under common conditions. You can find bronchitis. And it would explain to you what I do is I actually first start out with the uh, medical description of what bronchitis is according to the CDC and according to the AMA mm-hmm. so that we're on the same page and we're talking about the same thing. So you can, look at that description and see if that's exactly what you think you have or your child has. And then it continues on and it tells you within um, conventional medicine what they would do to treat bronchitis. And then it starts to list within natural medicine. These are the homeopathic remedies that fit um, bronchitis. These are the supplements that you can Mm -hmm. use to strengthen the body. These are, and, and in the introduction of the book, for your listeners, I don't know, some of your listeners might be well aware of what homeopathy is, and some listeners might be new to this topic. Mm-hmm. So to those that are new to the topic, they may not be aware that homeopathy is considered energetic medicine. And what we mean by energetic medicine is that it's not the material substance of what you're putting in your mouth or what's being dispensed to you. It's the energy of that substance that goes in and looks for a match within your body and energetically starts to shift what's happening within your body. So that's the main, the major difference between using homeopathy and um, pharmaceutical medicine. So if I were to go in, I want to use now homeopathic medicine or remedy or frequency um, that I see matches. Do you have a description of that remedy in the book? For say, if say bryonia or um, anything, yeah. you list it, do you give a couple ideas about what that might be used for? Not only do I list it, but I have what I call cheat sheets throughout the book. <laughs> so what do you mean? <laughs> it's a very easy book to use in that I've created illustrations, and you can go to a page. Say you didn't know it was bronchitis and you were looking up colds, cold and flu. There's a chart in the book that under the topic of cold and flu, uh, and it's an illustration of a I think that one is someone that's sneezing or has a runny nose or a thermometer in their mouth. 
And all around them on the page is a list of remedies, and it's bryonia, and it's gelsemium, and uh-huh. it's aconite, and it's all the common cold and flu remedies. And there's a description under each one of them of the symptoms. And you would just quickly read those symptoms and, oh, that's a match for me. That's exactly what I have. And those charts run through the book. There's one for fever. There's one for um uh, stomach disorders, there's one for, uh, you name it, and there's a chart in the book. Um, so, so, and then if you want to read more about that particular remedy, so if you looked at that chart and you thought, well, I have a cough, there's a cough chart, and your cough is described under Brionia, as you mentioned, you can then go to the next section in that chapter, and you can read a whole paragraph about Brionia, and it will give you more details so that you can see if, in fact, that is the match for your cough. So you've actually included in homeopathic language a materia medica, so people can have feedback and know that that's the right remedy. Correct. So I've tried to make it as easy for the layperson as possible Mm -hmm. for someone who's never used homeopathy before to be able to pick up this book, go to a topic, flip through it, and in less than five minutes find a remedy. And and then beyond that, for for those listeners who don't don't know where to even find a homeopathic remedy, they're sold in your local health food store, almost all health food stores carry homeopathic remedies. There's usually a rack of them and they're little round tubes and they have little sugar pills in them. And those all the almost all of the remedies that are listed in the book, you can go to your health food store to find. And if you can't find it at your health food store, even if you live in a rural area and you don't have access to that, you can go online. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them on many of the homeopathic sites. You can just type in the name and you'll get a whole laundry list of the places online where you can order the remedies. Wow. You've made it really easy to use, haven't you? And it's very inexpensive. So if you go to the doctor and he prescribes antibiotics and they cost $80 to fill the prescription, there are a collection of homeopathic remedies that substitute for antibiotics when it's appropriate. And you can go in a store like Whole Foods or your any local health food store and you can buy a remedy for 6 to $8 mm-hmm. instead that is so powerful that does not suppress, that actually gets to the heart of the issue, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. And there's no side effects like medicine? No side effects, yes. And, of course, they're FDA-approved, and there's no side effects because, as I mentioned, it's energy. It's not material substance, so there's no side effects. It's It's giving the body information, and the body knows to do with that information. Right. It's like singing the note and the glass breaks so that you get the right you get the frequency. right remedy and frequency for your kind of cold, and then all of a sudden, you know, I have to share with you where the our listeners today is that my first incredible awareness of homeopathy was actually with Allium Sepa, which I'm sure is in your book, and that's yes. the onion. And so if you're cutting an onion, we all know how we don't want to cut an onion because what happens? Um, and the you tear, and yeah, you can't. You're just <laughs> frustrated. But in homeopathy, we've energized and diluted that to in a, in a process, which where we get the wavelength as a frequency, and like cures like. So as soon as I took, I thought, you know, this I started having a cold, and all of a sudden I thought, gosh, like when I had a, I was cutting an onion, and I thought, oh my gosh, allium sepa. When I had first started studying, and what I want to share with 
you, Elena, what you know and the listeners is that it only took 15 seconds because it was right. so aligned. And my mm-hmm. cold left me and never came back, and I didn't have side effects. So, you know, yep. it takes once for everybody to understand right. how gentle of an approach this is. Yes. And it's like you have an aha moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's great. So what? Are, uh, how are you listing the other forms of suggestions, maybe from a nature path or a um, Chinese medicine? Uh, so I find that nature paths use more supplementation um, than anything else. So I would list the, the number. So if, say we were talking about cold and flu. Uh, a nature path would, of course, uh, mention vitamin C, that you need at least 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C per day, that you might need zinc lozenges if you have a sore throat, um, or any other supporting supplements for that particular issue. Um, I mentioned as far as Chinese medicine, when you go to an acupuncturist, the meridians that they might work on because if you have chronic coughs or chronic sinus infections or chronic digestive issues that there's a particular meridian and a particular organ system that's involved and they would needle you in a particular way. So I just mentioned in a brief paragraph what a doctor of Chinese medicine would do to treat and they also um, supplement with uh, Chinese herbs. Mm -hmm. So there's actually a secondary book a volume two that goes into greater detail and will list for you a number of Chinese remedies, supplements, and other things with greater description that's actually a a, um, complement to volume one. So we have something even more to look forward to. Yes. (laughs) And this information, what's interesting for me is that alternative medicine in general does not necessarily change. We come from natural substances that are grown in our world or available in our world, and they don't go away. So your information in your book has longevity. Has, um, has longevity. It's been around for over 200 years now mm-hmm. in the form of homeopathy, and mm-hmm. I anticipate it will be here for 200 more. Mm-hmm. So if I have – if if I or somebody I love has bronchitis, I can go to your your book, and I can find the homeopathic remedy that is individualized for that type of cough, and then I can, or whatever symptoms you have, then I can take a look at the supplements that I would want from a store to help me along. And then I also, I'm wondering, could I use the acupuncture meridians in a form of acupressure myself? Um, You could if you wanted to go to that degree. That's absolutely true. I don't actually talk about specific points. I talk about the meridians that um, a doctor of Chinese medicine would would look to treat. But that sounds like a book number three, Caroline. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because, you know, why don't I do all three and just cover my bases? You know, because it'll make you stronger when you're all said and done, not weaker. Right. And in other chapters with other topics, there's other situations. So if you have back pain, you can look at the list of homeopathic remedies that might help you for back pain with a particular kind of pain or in a particular area. And then it might list chiropractor and what a chiropractor would do for the back pain. So the list goes on. So for every particular situation, I've talked about the practitioner that's appropriate for that situation and other options that you have um, along with or besides homeopathy. Well, I can't wait for your book to come out because 
I think deep down inside, even though we love being taken care of, when we really can't get over something and we need to, to try something new, it's very difficult to know where to go. And it looks like you've, you've bridged that gap. Thank you very much. And if your listeners would like more information on it, uh, they can go to my website, which is my name, elenaupton.com, E-L-E-N-A-U-P-T-O-N.com. And there's a much more specific description of the book on the website, as, as well as lots of free articles on homeopathy. And there's a blog, and you can start becoming part of the community and ask questions and interact with your fellow lovers of natural medicine. Yay, and then you'll know when the book comes out if it's not <laughs> right. already. Right. Well, I thank you so much, and I, may we talk again because there's a lot to talk about, and I think oh, yes, you're the one is. to talk with. <laughs> All right, thank, thank you. you so much. You're welcome. Um, I just want, before we go, um, Elena is uh, of Upton's conversation today will be available on my site, and it's carolinewalrad.com. And on there, there'll be more information about our favorite thing, homeopathy. But I also have classes available at a reasonable price if you want to get started. And they're for people who really do want to just bridge that gap and start understanding it for themselves and their home use. So thanks. Thanks for sharing the day with me, and I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you, Caroline. Bye. Bye-bye.